Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk to you about copywriting makeovers, or to use a more general term, rewriting projects. These are projects where the client wants you to rewrite something that is already written. I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, They may have copy that's already written and published on their website or in an email campaign or on their blog, and they want you to look at it and go over it and revise and rewrite it to make it better. That's what I call a rewriting project. And sometimes they'll have copy that is not published yet, but is already written to draft form. So a company may be planning an email campaign and they've written six or seven emails as part of an email series. And it's already written to draft form and they want you to go over it and rewrite it and make it better and hopefully help them get better results. So that's a, uh, a rewrite based on copy that the client has written, but not published yet. So those are two types of scenarios, rewriting copy that already exists and rewriting copy that has been written to draft form by the client. And these types of projects can be very profitable for you as a B2B copywriter, or they can be very unprofitable to you because these types of projects can go wrong really fast. Uh, They can really turn into something that Uh, that takes you much more time than you had anticipated and that you quoted for, or uh, they can turn into situations, oddly enough, where you end up disappointing the client because you've done too much work on the project. That can actually happen. I'll explain that in just a moment. But first, let me give you a typical scenario on how these types of projects can go horribly wrong sometimes. Let's say, for an example, a client calls you and they want you to edit copy that they've already written for their website. So they're redoing their website. They've written the copy for each of the pages in-house, but now they want a professional like you to go over it and edit it for them. Well, first of all, what's editing? Editing is such a broad term. What does it mean? <laughs> well, that that's, that's can create a real misunderstanding. So for the client, the client might be thinking that you're going to edit the copy. And what the client may feel that means is that you're going to be rethinking the messaging and reorganizing and moving the content around to to make it clearer and better. And you're going to create some really fresh messaging and ideas for the features and benefits. And you're going to rewrite and strengthen all the headlines. And you're you're going to basically use that copy that they've written as raw material to really do a great copywriting job for them. That's what they they might think editing is. But what you might think editing is, is simply correcting the typos, sprucing the copy up here and there, maybe strengthening a couple of the headlines. Okay, you might think of that as editing. So you and your client have completely different expectations as to the work involved. So if you think it's light editing, the client thinks it's major rewriting. And if you quote just on light editing, two things are going to happen. First of all, you're going to submit the copy and the client's going to be very disappointed because you didn't. it's going to look like you didn't do much work on it. 
And secondly, you've quoted too low, and now you have to do much more work on the copy to make the client happy because they wanted much more work done on the copy. So the project has, has gone horribly wrong and not very profitable for you. That's just one of many scenarios where these rewriting jobs can really go off the rails. Well, in this podcast, I'm going to teach you how to keep it on the rails and, and show you how to make rewriting projects profitable. But just remember that scenario. It's very important for you and the client to be on the same page with these rewriting projects. If you're not, if your expectations of the work to be done is different than the client's expectations, you're headed for a lot of trouble. Now, part of the problem is the vocabulary that clients use when they talk about rewriting. Clients will sometimes say that they want you to rewrite some copy that they've written or that's on their website, but sometimes they'll use other terms. They'll use editing, which is a very popular term. Uh, sprucing up. I, I hear that a lot. Steve, can you spruce up our copy? What does that mean exactly? Does that mean a light edit or they, do they want a major change? I don't know. Sprucing up can mean anything. Freshen up the copy. Revise it. Uh, enhance it. One client uh, asked me to do a substantive edit of their copy. That's actually a professional editing term that means a major rewrite and rethinking of the copy. So they use that, that technical term. But if you weren't aware of it, would you know what to do based on the way they described it? So like I said, you got to be on the same page. The vocabulary can really get in the way. So my first advice to you is to take control of the vocabulary. Choose some term that you use to describe a substantial rewriting of copy. And then use that term with the client. I'll give you some ideas. You can call it copy rewriting. I think rewriting actually is a good term because it denotes working with the copy and making some substantial changes to it, which is, which is what most clients want. So copy rewriting, copy review and improvement. I've heard someone use that term one time. Copy, uh, copy analysis and rewriting. Copy makeover. My favorite term is copywriting makeover. That's why I... I called this podcast episode Copywriting Makeovers because that's my favorite term because it just engages the imagination. The client really gets a sense that they're going to that you're going to look at their copy, use what's there. So you're not creating fresh content. You're going to use what's there, but revise it and rewrite it and and move things around and do a full makeover to make it substantially better. So I like the term copywriting makeover, but use whatever term you want. I would advise you to avoid the term editing. Don't call it editing because that's so broad and so easily confused. Some people think of editing as proofreading, just going through a document and correcting errors and correcting the grammar. People think of that as editing. Other people think of editing as complete rewriting. So I would avoid that term altogether. Now, when you do a rewriting project, what you want to do is a substantial rethinking and rewriting. You want to create a rewriting program for your business where you're doing a substantial rewriting. I would avoid, actually, the type of projects where clients just want you to proofread it and fix up the grammar here and there, because that's not what really copywriters do, and they could probably hire someone a lot less expensive than you 
to do some proofreading for them. I would avoid those types of projects. In fact, the only projects I take on in this rewriting category are projects where I can do a full rewrite, where I can look at the copy and really give it a makeover. That's why I like to call it a copywriting makeover. So you want to do the type of projects where you get an opportunity to change and strengthen the headlines as needed, where, you get, where you're able to change the opening and the leads of the copy to make it more powerful, where you're able to make the copy clearer and more persuasive, move content around for clarity and persuasion, incorporate perhaps some additional fresh lines of copy, not too much. You don't want to add or be in a position where you have to add new content, but you really want to give it a, a full makeover. That's the type of projects, rewriting projects that pay well and has a really high value to your client. And by the way, just as an aside, if you do a copywriting makeover well for a client, they are so pleased. I get some of my best testimonials uh, from clients where I've done a copywriting makeover because they know what the copy was originally and you can improve it so much that they're just so delighted with the improvements. It's like having an old room in your house that you never quite liked, and then you have a decorator come in and completely redo it, and then you walk into the room and look around and go, wow, this looks fantastic. Clients have often have the same reaction when you do a copywriting makeover. They, they uh, receive the, the, the new copy from you, and they think, wow, this is so much better. Okay, very high value for clients. Now, let me give you a recommended two-step process for doing a rewriting job, whatever you call it, copywriting makeover, copy rewriting, copy analysis and rewriting, whatever you want to call it. Here's a two-step process for doing this type of project. Step one, you want to review the existing copy and look for ways you can improve it. Okay, review the existing copy, look for ways you can improve it. Look at the headline, look at the body copy, get some initial ideas on how you can improve it. And then you want to book a phone call with the client and discuss your findings with the client. So you want to go through the copy. Let's say you go through the copy and you say, okay, I can make the headlines better. And I can shorten the copy and make it clear so it's easier to read and faster to read. And I can bring out more of the benefits in the copy. So let's say you've identified those three changes that you think you can make. Then you get on the phone with the client. You say, Mr. Client, I've went over the copy that you sent me. Here are three things I recommend we do to improve it. Improve it. Strengthen the headlines. Uh, pull out more of the benefits and explain the benefits more fully and shorten the copy to make it clearer and more succinct because right now it's long and rambling. And you just tell your client that, that that'll make a big improvement in the copy. You don't have to be specific with your recommendations. You don't have to suggest at this point new headlines. You simply have to say that you're going to improve the headlines. Okay. Now, the reason why you do that is you want to be on the same page with the client. You want, to, you want the client to know what changes that you are, you are going to make when you actually rewrite the copy. So you're on the same page, the expectations are the same, and you don't run into some of the problems that I told you about earlier in this podcast. And secondly, 
it gives a chance to the client to, uh, uh, you know, to give some feedback to you. Because maybe there's a reason why the headline is the way it is. Maybe they tested that headline before it actually worked very well for them. They want to keep it. So if there's anything like that that comes up, the client has a chance to tell you about it. And then you don't face the embarrassment of changing it later on when the client didn't want to change. So it's all about getting on the same page with the client. Now, I've had some people tell me that when they do a copy makeover, instead of briefing the client verbally on the changes that they would like to make, that they write them a little written report on it. I don't do that because I think of writing a, 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 a written report. It's like a new writing project. I have to, you know, make it sound good <laughs> and everything else and present it well. I'd rather just get on the phone to the client and in 10, 15 minutes, go over what I found when I reviewed the copy, go over ways that I think it can, it can be better and tell them what I'd like to do to change it to make it better. The client says, yeah, sure, Steve, go for it. And I hang up the phone, I'm done, 20 minutes, I'm done. If I had to make a written report of that, it would be too long. And I don't think it's that valuable to the client anyway. The client wants the rewritten copy. That's the deliverable they want. And that's step two in our process. Once you've finished up with the, with the client, you've briefed them on the changes that you want to make, then you go ahead and you do the rewrite that the client has confirmed with you that, that you can do. And you do that rewrite and you deliver it to the client. And boom, you're done. And the client has an expectation. They're not going to be shocked by what you send them because they have an idea of the changes that you're going to make. And like I said, they're usually very, very impressed by, by the changes you can make because you as a copywriter know a lot about how copy should be structured, how headlines should be done. You know a lot more than your clients. So when you do a rewriting job, it's so easy to make a lot of significant improvements in the copy that to a client seems like, wow, like this is so great. But to you, they're probably very easy to make. That's what makes rewriting projects uh, potentially very profitable for you. So when you're doing a rewriting project of any kind with a client, follow my tips. And in particular, follow that two-step project process that I just gave you. If you do, then your rewriting projects will stay on track and they can be very, very profitable for you. So that's this week's B2B writing success. I hope you found this information helpful. And would you do me a favor? If you have any questions or tips or comments or topic suggestions for this podcast, send me an email. You can reach me at steve at stevesloanwhite.com and I'd be delighted to hear from you. And by the way, you can listen to past episodes of this podcast on iTunes and at www.b2b writingsuccess.com. All the past episodes are right there, along with a ton of other resources for B2B writers and copywriters. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.